Hello guys, Jack here from Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast. And yes, the rumours are true. We're heading back out on tour in May 2024. 68% of the tickets are already sold out, but there are still a few left at Edinburgh, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Cardiff, Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol, Bury, and our home city of Norwich. So don't waste any time. Grab your tickets today and come and watch me, Alfie and Robbie live. And me. Mainly me, Alfie and Robbie there, isn't it? Yeah. Happyhourlive.co.uk. See you in May. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Ah, yes, the magnificent trolley Sourbright Crawler, also known as Trollicus brightolus. The worm's captivating neon colour makes it an easy gummy prey. Trolley! It's a surprisingly sour, invitingly chewy, staggeringly snackable species unlike anything else found on this planet. Eat me! Delicious. Visit trolley.com to shop now. Trolley, eat me! I always thought of Bebo as being really big in Ireland. Yeah, yeah. I, I started to make some money through Bebo. Did you really? <laughs> My goodness. That's right. really interesting to me because I don't mean this as a dig. Yeah. <laughs> but you seem like a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I can't yourself. see it. <laughs> no. You know yourself, Jack. On YouTube, mm. <laughs> the work you've got to put in. Yeah, don't say it to him. He, don't pay he doesn't work. upload. No, no, I, yeah. I, he's got friends who are YouTube, <laughs> and, uh, and he'll know. Well, we say friends. He knows YouTube. <laughs> And I caught a glimpse of Pete's screen, right, of his emails. I was walking past him or something, and he had his emails open. And it said, um, patent rejected. Patent number blah, 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 rejected, right? Here we yeah. go. And I was like, Pete, what's that? And he goes, oh, yeah, I just uh, applied for a patent for something I invented. And I was like, what was it? And he went, oh, have a look. And, and the patent, he had applied for a patent because he invented what he called an infant chip bowl helmet, <laughs> where a parent could put it on their kid and use it as a dipping thing for tortilla chips. <laughs> We've sorted it. Do you know David Beckham was born at Whips Cross Hospital? Yes, I knew that. Stevie was born at Sexy Legend Hospital. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is why it's my favourite. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was Beardy Twat. <laughs> Hello guys and welcome back to Jack Mate's Happy Hour. I am joined by Stevie. Oh, I was expecting the white, white, white. I'm then. not doing the jingle because we are. We. I want to impress these guys. Okay, that's, right? fine. You, that's fine. Usually we have guests on that I'm not too asked about. Okay. I was actually a big fan of you two way before you came into my life. <laughs> I'm here with Marcus Speller and Luke Moore from the Football Ramble. How you Hello. doing, boys? Good. You all right? Pretty good. You're podcast experts more so than me. Look, Marcus is just laughing. Well, I see I'm doing your job now, Marcus. Yeah, yeah, far away, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> you're, you're saying experts. What you're basically saying is we've done it for a long time. A long time. How long? Ten years, is it? Yeah, I just, like, that's, that, I suppose that would be like saying to an inmate, you know, you're a, you're a, you're a prison expert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What I mean is... I mean, in a way, I am. What I mean is you're doing life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, be, just because I know my way around the prison doesn't really say it's an enviable thing to, yeah. to you know... To, yeah. Well, this is your studio. 
You're like, both in our seats as yeah. well. I know. I think <laughs> it's really nice not to be kicked out of my seat. So I'm, I'm enjoying this <laughs> yeah. so far. Yeah. Uh, but yes, we have been doing it a long time. Uh, and uh, if you like football and you like podcasts, you, you, there's a chance mm. you may like our show. But I know, Jack, you were very kind about our show a few years ago. And I, uh, we, we, we hung out, didn't we, once? And, um, all right, he's got the studio. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> done a video about Portsmouth. Yeah. I, I decided to make a YouTube uh, football-based channel once with my mate Will. Thought it was going to be the next big thing. Did it for about four months. Had yeah. you on. Yeah, the worst, the, the, the problem was that, with that is you have people like me on there, <laughs> which is going to be the death rattle say, for any problem. We needed I, someone to fill the Portsmouth slot because we were I, trying to get the 92 teams. So you know anyone? Back, you've gone back yeah. to him. I thought this podcast was doing rather well. You've got Luke back on now. He just kept fucking asking me. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, I'm here anyway. Yeah. Marcus, Marcus' wife won't let him back in before, uh, before five, so Indeed. we might as well do it. I've got about right. an hour window to say I'm sorry. Right, let, let's restore some order. Ten years you've been doing it. Over ten years. I, right, okay. Yeah, I yeah. can't remember. I think... I found out about you guys just mm. through word of mouth, which I think is probably a common thing yeah. with, with with your yeah. podcast. People down a working men's club talking about us. That's it. What what? How did it come about? Oh my goodness. Well, we did. We went to to. I nearly said university. That'd have been a lie. We went to college together, mm. and there was a there was a radio station that the college would put on for about a month. Right. Every month. It was about around April time, I think, maybe the month or, or four weeks before Easter. It's not important. There was a radio show on there. So college radio essentially is where we started. But it was a college where you could do like a degree. It was a break off of the University of Surrey. Yeah. I promise I'm smart. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't actually do a degree. I was about I to say, say it was possible to do which one. which degree yeah. did you do, Luke? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. tell you all about yeah. mine. Yeah. Bachelor of Science. Um, that's, no, no, we, that's, we, a, that's a joke. It is a massive joke. <laughs> yeah. It really is. Um, but it's a title nonetheless. But yes, we, so it was at the, the college radio station, essentially, where, where that was the genesis of the football ramble. Luke was was on the show. He was a year older than me, still is, right. uh, at, at college. And, uh, <laughs> and 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 Luke, a couple of his cronies were doing the show and I would sometimes be a reporter to go to glamour spots like Aldershot right. or Woking. Yeah, that's cool. Fa- no, I never went to Farnborough. It was Aldershot and Woking. Right. Proper football. Yeah. And I had my mobile phone. Had to keep my eyes on it because it didn't vibrate in those days. Right. Uh, <sighs> that's how long ago it was. And, and so that's the genesis of the show. Yeah. So, because I, I heard you started in a, in like a flat, wasn't it? Like yeah. Very... So, so mm. I'll, I'll pick up the story. <laughs> it's such a good. I'll have, one. A, I'll have a drag on my pipe yeah, and you, tobacco. Let you me carry on, Marcus. Allow me to swing the lantern for a bit. Um, and then that was in that was a long time ago. And then in around uh, 2007, Marcus got in touch with me and said, "Do I want to do a podcast version of the of the, of the Saturday Sports Show?" And I was like, "Well, yeah." I was, I was in that time. I was kind of interested in doing whatever. I, I, just, I had a job. I didn't really have much going on. Mm. I just thought, "Yeah, I might as well do it." And and, and I thought, and I, I didn't tell Marcus at the time, but I thought if oh, we do no. it at my house, I'm much more likely to actually do it mm. because I'm not going to be bothered to traipse across London after work. Yeah. And I said I was living with my friends at the time in London, mm. and they were all pretty chilled out about me doing it. So we they came to mine, and we did it in uh, my kitchen for the first five or six episodes mm. was it or something like that it was something like that yeah I mean it, it, it was that long ago our, our first few episodes went on our MySpace page oh yeah. quality that's how long it goes but, but did you have a Bebo we didn't I, I don't think we had a Bebo that was, to me that's funny we missed a trick there I no think. I think Bebo was always I always thought of Bebo Irish. as being really big in Ireland yeah, yeah. It wasn't really a big <laughs> thing in the UK. No, what? that's right. I, I used to hear that as well. I think this is an age gap thing. Eh? Yeah. I think this is really? a lesson for you both. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, I was massive on Bebo. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. We didn't have a Bebo. Yeah, I, I started to make some money through Bebo. Did you really? 
My goodness. Chasing yeah. that sweet Irish pound. <laughs> you must be so good on, on social media, Jack. I swear to God, mate, right? Every website that I've that I've ever like been infatuated with, I've made I found a way of making money out of it. That's right? really interesting to me because I don't mean this as a dig. Yeah. <laughs> but you seem like a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't yourself. see it. <laughs> no, no, just that you, I know you fairly well and you're just a, you're a fairly normal chap. Yeah. So what is it about social media that you're so good at? Because I'd love a bit, bit of that sweet coin. I think I think I've just spent so long. I, I think we were the, like we're at the forefront of that generation. Steve, you're not though, you're not involved in nah, no, shit. I like you're just going, I just love sitting down at a computer that, that's all it is well i started like, the first time i ever made money was um through bebo because you could have like custom skins on your page right. um and it was it's just like your cover photo on facebook now but only certain people could make them ah. and i was all right on ms paint and uh i made a few and uh i remember i made, <laughs> got featured on the homepage once because i wrote on a skin put a little arrow pointing to the profile picture and i wrote would you like to print off my Bebo page so you can show Santa exactly what you want for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. He got wow. 10,000 10, downloads, so I got featured yeah. through that. And then I went on to Swap It Shop, where you, do you familiar with Swap It Shop online? Ooh, yeah. You could just put, I could put these glasses on there yeah. and say how many Swap It's I want for I it, see. which is like a virtual currency. Then you can use them to buy they're other things. Going? No, they're not going anymore, but I would sell custom Bebo skins. Right. So I'd just like have the template, what put the name in. What young chap. Tell you what. But then the thing, I couldn't transfer it into ca cash. So all the, I just found out that the, the best thing you could buy on Swap It Shop was right. an iPod Nano. So I just bought 50 iPod Nanos and I just went to school and just sold them for like 30 quid. You're like, a little, you're like a, some little dealer, like aren't Alan you? Sugar. <laughs> Alan Sugar. Like an iPod dealer. You're like Alan Sugar and you're the guy who sits next to Alan Sugar. <laughs> you do people. Countdown. Hey, he could, <laughs> Nick Hewer. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, here we go. I yeah. am the numbers man, so that doesn't matter. Do you matter. know that Marcus yeah. does eight passable and I emphasise the word passable, impression of Nick Hewer. Mm. Not now, maybe a bit later. <laughs> no, go on. Okay. Uh, oh, it's been a while. I like, how, we, I like how you went, nah, not now, and I went, go on, you went, all right. Are you just my album. It's very uh, easy to understand Marcus's broadcasting career if you see it through the lens of any opportunity to do an impression that he's been working on on his own at home. Uh, no, I am a fan of Billy Connolly. I'll do that one if you want. Um, <laughs> no, come on. We haven't got time for the impressions. Yeah, we have. We really have. Um, We've got as much time as we need. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Countdown. I'm Nick Hewer. It's good to have you here. Alan is a product man. Always has been, always will be. <laughs> Um, and if really you want to do Ronnie Corbett, you just go a bit lower. Wait, well, see, I'm Ronnie Corbett. I'm just like Nick Hewer, just a little bit lower. You that's see, not that's, bad. That's what you do. Yeah. You, got, you got the face and everything. <laughs> Imagine that every week for 12 years. 12 years. <laughs> yeah. What is what is the secret to maintaining a podcast? That. It's impressions of, of <laughs> celebrities young people don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a good question. And one thing that, to be semi-serious for a moment, one mm. thing that we have done quite well, I think, is that we never miss a show. Right. So we've never missed a scheduled show since we started it. That's mad. So we'll say mm. to people, look, you know what? Over Christmas, we're taking a week break or we're going to be off for a bit here in the summer. Yeah. But And then what happened was, as it became a business and became something we rely on for our income, it's not possible to miss shows because you have to, you know, you have to get people through the door and mm. it's, it's part of the part of the thing. The downloads are important. Mm. Um, I, I'm not embarrassed to say that because that's part of the reality of the world we mm. live in, right? Yeah. I, mean, I don't want to see it as I don't want people to think we see it as purely a you know a business enterprise because yeah. it's, we enjoy doing it and it's, I mean we're passionate about making the show that people like, but it's become a business for us now, so we can't really afford to miss it. And I do think there's something very powerful in people knowing you're going to be there, yeah. Right? So every time they, they some people might. 
and I, and I know this because I used to be one of these people. Some people might have a shit job, right? They hate and they, and they can't, they, they get the Sunday blues and Monday comes around and they go, oh, fuck's sake, I've got to work again. Mm. If they know there's going to be a podcast that they can listen to at work or on the way to or on the way home, it's a good thing for them. And yeah. it's, 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 it's exciting. And so that's part of it, I think. But you know yourself, Jack. The- on YouTube, mm. <laughs> the work you've got to put in. Yeah, don't, don't say it to him. He, don't pay he doesn't upload. No, no, I, I, yeah. He's got friends who are YouTube, <laughs> and, uh, and he'll know. Well, uh, we say friends. He knows YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it is true. There's, yeah. there's, there's about. I mean, look, I'm not bleating. You know, always hard work or anything. But but yeah. you have to put the odds in, and I think as well. Luke says about putting that in and, and the passion as well. You don't want to miss the show. Mm. You, you you feel like, oh, I want to talk about what's been going on and for us it's football yeah. and for you it's slagging off everybody. You know, it's like, <laughs> you, but you do, you, you, you feel that kind of... Um, Almost, dare I even suggest a sense of duty? I know yeah. that's a bit wanky sort of to say. But well, yeah, so as soon as you have an audience, you do, you do owe, yeah, owe them that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I suppose A sense so. of yeah. duty to get out of the house and give my wife the peace and quiet she needs. <laughs> you, you are now saying this as, we, as we've just not uploaded for two well, weeks. We've, we've, we're having a bit of a, a, a break, oh, He's a well-earned break. We haven't yeah. told anyone, though. We just haven't <laughs> uploaded. But to be, to be fair... I think we did well, like getting episodes out every week because I have never done that on my YouTube channel. Right, yeah. I've gone missing on my YouTube channel for like a month before. Yeah. I just can't. And I, people I, with placards outside your I house. Th- yeah, I yeah. I, I wish. For some reason, I feel like in podcasting, it's really important. Yeah, because uh, purely because I think at a very basic level, in some ways, it apes a radio show, and radio mm. shows are frequent. Right, a radio mm. station needs to run with shows all the time, and so if people start making an appointment. Maybe their appointment is that they download it on a Monday and they, or Tuesday and they listen to it on a Wednesday or whatever, but they're still going to have a routine. Yeah. And I think with podcasting, it's really important to do that because you're in headphones, it's quite an intimate thing. They start to think of you as people that they know and all the yeah. rest of it. And so, and so that's definitely been one of the reasons that we've, we've done okay is because we've bludgeoned people over the head with it every <laughs> single time for 12 years. Well, that's the thing. Like, they've got some kind of Stockholm syndrome now where they love their captors. <laughs> well, you're not far wrong though because like, you, the, the football ramble is literally my go-to, my go-to podcast to listen to, just because it's so ever-present. Like you know, yeah. you know there is going to be one there, but with us, we can't seem to to maintain that. I guess. We have literally until now. This is the first yeah, time. But, so do you guys? Because you guys are now moving. You're, you're going to do daily rambles, aren't you, mm-hmm. for the upcoming season? Football ramble daily. Yeah. How the fuck are you going to do that? When is this show coming out? I'm not too sure. See, well, we don't so have really have a schedule. We're pretty lazy and so it's going all over the place. The, it's going daily from the 5th of August. So by the time people hear this, it might already be daily. Yeah. We're doing a show every day, Monday to Saturday, but it's not going to be Marcus, Luke, Jim and Pete every episode. Oh, right. There's going to be new people coming in. We've got um, bringing a couple of shows across. We've got right. other different formats that people will hopefully be use, um, sort of used to coming in every now and then, which are now going to be every week. Right. So it's almost going to be like a one-stop shop for different types of football show every day with some familiar faces but also some new people as well there will be your two rambles though don't worry yeah. what your usual the two classic rambles yeah. you can have the Monday show and the, and the previous show every week as absolutely because is that not does that not sort of terrify you and excite you at the same time because if you change up a format that wor- that has worked for so long well we're not really changing we're, we're, we're adding, adding stuff it. we're just adding stuff if right. you want it you yeah. can have it and if you don't you still get the stuff you used to exactly. have exactly on YouTube I, I find the podcast space and the YouTube space is so completely different yeah because I feel like if I even if I at the moment I upload like one video every two weeks mm. because back in the day I would just get up like a video like I'd just get it bash it out in a, in a couple of hours and that would be that now I sit and put a lot more effort and thought how into long does it. A, bit a video take a while like at least a week to make does it really yeah because okay. i usually i'm like responding to like but i've always been the first person to hold my hands up and say back it was six seven years ago i'd have just called someone a prick because i didn't like him and i wouldn't give any mm-hmm. v- valid reasons now i'll sit and i'll break down 
perhaps if somebody's made a video or something I didn't agree with, I'll break it down. That'll take me a day to break it down, write You'll all the points. Explain why they're a prick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. it. And okay. and the editing is just is just very very long. Um, so I've lost my train of thought. What was I going to say? Oh yeah. So the difference the difference being, if I'm uploading one every say two weeks. Yeah. I could still have that main content strand on my channel, but if I'm uploading other things to the channel, people people they're very sort of like linear. They know what they want and they come back just for that. Mm-hmm. If I uploaded, say, I'm a big football fan, I'd love to do football content, but the moment I start doing that, there might be a, a big like lion share of, of the audience that that don't care, and then they'll they'll just unsubscribe, yeah. and then. But oh, you're still you're, overall. Yeah, you're yeah. still getting that video that you did like, yeah. but they don't see it like that. The YouTube yeah. audience is very fickle. <laughs> I think. If, but I think the difference between that though is that you're doing something completely different. If we if we if we put three course, shows yeah. onto the schedule, that one was about rugby, one was about plane flight, and the other one was about like conspiracy theories. Mm, good idea. People that. wouldn't be. Oh, now I'm thinking. I'm actually <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that now. Mm. Um, no, people, it, people would. We, we try and give. We're trying to give them. We're trying to give listeners something that you know. Trust us because you've listened to our shows for a long time, so you know what we do. Yeah. Trust our judgment on these other shows because they're slightly different, different people. But we've got Andy Brassel going to be involved, for example. Right. He's 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 been involved with us for a long time. He does the European show. He's doing some other bits and pieces. So it's going to be people that are almost. This is a terrible way of putting it because we're not the arbiter of, of anything mm. really. But it's almost like Rambler approved people. Yeah. I mean, it's like meet the whole family. Yeah. Right. No mum and dad and yeah. the two the awkward little, cousins, the, the pervy uncles. Yeah. Meet the uncles, the aunts. Yeah. Right. They've met Pete. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. So what it should be fun? Should be good. Well, Obviously, I'm not going to go into to, to numbers and stuff like that, but you are one of the most listened to football shows in, in, in the country. How long did that take you to sort of like, when did you see the increase? Because I, I assume when you were first doing it back in the flat, yeah. you weren't seeing big numbers. <laughs> it was what? about It's about 10 to 15 minutes. I think, and then and then all of a sudden it was millions. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think to it's myself like, like that. Yeah, was it? <laughs> why are we still going? <laughs> I mean, the, the numbers on MySpace, I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, was... took, it took. What what, what happened was? Um, well, actually, you can answer if you want. Um, uh, people uh, loved us instantly. No, um, no I think. <laughs> well, I think you know. You, you, when we started, you would have to often explain to people, <clears throat> young people as well. Mm. What a podcast was. Yeah. You'd often have to say, you know that thing Ricky Gervais does? Because mm. it was the only real real one. So that's yeah. how long ago it was. And I think that... He's been in here. But, but even, he he, studio. even his were just kind of like... That, they were just his radio show, just re-uploaded. Sure. Weren't, weren't they? So, but, it, but, but I know what you mean, idea, yeah. The idea of a, this thing, a podcast, sure, the yeah. word podcast became uh, known to many people. Yeah. So, so we would do that. So for the first sort of year or two, really it would be a couple of hundred people per episode. But we thought that I can remember when we first... A hundred people down yeah. there, or five hundred, bloody hell, five hundred people, yeah. and that's still an achievement, by the way, yeah. that, that, for, for anybody. Yeah. Um, but but so so that that would happen. You build on these little victories. Um, but but we got uh, Luke and I were asked on to Sky News to talk about when Cristiano Ronaldo transferred from Manchester United to Real Madrid. Right. They used to do a show and uh, on Sky News, which was all to do with how many clicks. I forget the name of it. But it was which which stories were clicked on the most, right? Uh, and on the, on the Sky on News the, website, and it yeah. was around the same time that the Guardian did a feature on us as well. Mm. And the big those, one, Marcus, was four four two, mate. It was, yeah. And those are the little victories, and you'd see a spike. So it's like with four four two, they did a big spread on us with a photo saying, "Ah, uh, like meet the UK's best football podcast or whatever," mm. and then um, and then because four four two subscribers and readers, I mean, this is in the actual magazine because they're so captive they're already big football fans anyway that i my mm. memory of it is it just went 
up. Well, you kind of add, yeah, you'd add a few thousand there and a little bit there. So again, you can remember the first thousand, the first ten thousand. Suddenly you're getting fifteen thousand a week or or a show, and it would be like bloody hell. Hang on a minute here, and the the correspondence would come and all that kind of stuff. And then when tournaments happened, World Cup 2010 in South Africa was a big one for us. Right, but even the one just gone in Russia still added a few. Oh yeah, always, always, always. And and I think one of the things you mentioned the Guardian thing Mm. that was a nice one because the one of the big rivals to us is the Guardian's football show, right? Right, and um, but they use freelance reporters for a lot of their stuff. A mate of mine's a freelance journalist. So back in 2009, I asked him to write to pitch a feature to the features desk about our podcast, and they agreed to it. So they they carried a massive story about our podcast against the Guardian. <laughs> yeah. Wow! They about it, but hey. it got us great audience. Oh, yeah. it was tanks on the lawn, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's been. I think it's been when you understand it, it's been across. Tw- I mean, when we started. I mean, how old were you guys in 2007? 15. 15. Yeah, so like... Is it, am I 15? 14. I can't believe I did in 1993, mate. I cannot believe I did the maths that quick. Yeah. You did it wrong. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you... let's row back. How old are you, Jack? <laughs> yeah. uh, so just, I'm, just trying to, I'm just trying to explain that it's been quite a long time. Yeah, coming. exactly, yeah. exactly. Do you see, because obviously a football show, people know what they're going to get out of that. It's a football show. We don't really still know. We've almost been doing this show for, what, a year now? Coming up to yeah. a year. We still don't really know what this is. Yes, like, happy. Yeah. Like, it's a jolly old listen. Yeah, it's not, I'd, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, well, it depends on the guest, but it is depending on the guest. Yeah, but if you had to put a bio on ours... It's very know, hard. Yeah, I don't know where you'd start. Because as you said a second ago, you can't throw in like rugby and stuff, but we can, we'll do an episode on conspiracy theories. Then we'll talk about meal deals for an hour. And now we're talking about we're going to go on to talk about football. Well, g- yeah. g- given that I'm the man in the room who actually commissioned this show, I should say, <laughs> maybe I'll tell people listening what Jack actually pitched to me. <laughs> Yeah, start, go on, yeah, because I can't start. even remember, so. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I've heard it. He hasn't stuck to it. <laughs> well, I think at the start it I was going to be... Jack, you're a generational talent, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> I said. As long as you don't get your, your, your muggy mates involved. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you invited Jordan on. Because <laughs> we, we, we obviously had Alex on for a while because it was going to be a YouTube news-based show. Yeah. And yeah. then I found out pretty quickly that I didn't really care. I miss, I miss him. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Stop listening. When yeah. <laughs> no, you, you did <laughs> so did the, the majority. Uh, but no, um, so now we kind of, well, sometimes we have guests on and talk about their lives. Yeah. And so, uh, and because of that, we notice that our listen figures, they they fluctuate yeah. quite a lot. Do you, right. Is that is that the opposite with you guys then? Do you have a pretty kind of like base layer? It's, of, it's fairly consistent. We're, we're very solid and consistent with what we do though, aren't we? Yeah. 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 You guys, I think... You started off as a YouTube kind of community type show, and now you're more of a whatever takes our fancy interest kind of show. And I think, yeah. I think, without getting too sort of beardy about it, I think one thing that's interesting in podcasting is that people either subscribe into the people that host it, and whether they like them or not, they don't. And if they do like you, they'll they'll they'll, they'll stick with you. Yeah. Um. But I don't really have. I mean. We 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 it's so as, much choice. As, as is solid. As is pretty this, solid. Because so people know what they're going to get. Like, they, yeah, they, it, do. they 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 like the. F- I don't think there's anyone. Look, if I can be. Go on, do it. Uh, Self-aggrandizer for just yeah. a moment. I don't think there's anyone out there doing the kind of football stuff we do. Right. In terms of we don't take it too seriously. We take the piss a bit. We do weird stuff. Yeah. And I don't think there's... If you look at the other rivals in terms of football podcasts to ours of our size, they're quite straight. They're quite journalisty. They're quite player-based, whatever they are. Mm. And it's not the same. So... For us, I think when if you if you lock into it and you get mm. it, you tend to stick it stick at it, you know. And right. so we we do see it fairly solidly. It will fluctuate a little bit, but not much. And it will fluctuate because of things like it's not the season at the moment, or it's a bit of there's a you know there's a there's a 
tournament on, so it'll mm. go higher and yeah, yeah. whatever. It's kind of it's, but it is quite solid, yeah. Fair, and and it's now led to you having your own live show. I know you've done them before, but this you're is, coming, aren't you? Is it, yeah, hopefully, yeah. Are you coming? Uh, do you don't like football, either, Stevie? I like football. <laughs> yeah. What well, makes so. you say that? No, but, but you don't like us. No. Oh, that's yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Jack's coming to one of our live shows. You're doing Norwich, aren't you? Yes. I think I'm, that's on Halloween. I think you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll be away. We'll, we'll be able to <laughs> after <laughs> all. Yeah, He'll but, be in Liverpool. Yeah, but well, I, well, I can come to a different date. Yeah, come yeah. To a different yeah. You've done you've done live shows numerous times, we but have. this is probably the biggest tour. It is the biggest tour. Yeah, which is a proper tour. Yeah. We've done sort of mini tours, I suppose. You, you you would say. I love the live shows. I absolutely love. Might be the my favourite thing that that we're involved with right actually because it's a great laugh and as Luke says you know the audience they, they, they get what we do that's I mean that's the thing with the podcast isn't it you mm. really have to make a beeline for a podcast yeah you, it's not a radio show where you're kind of flicking the, the, the stations and you think oh I like this song or I'll hang around or oh I know that particular celebrity or whatever yeah you know you need to make a beeline for a podcast and as, and as Luke said earlier it's an intimate thing so when you kind of get to sort of meet the audience I mean yes literally in the bar afterwards but I suppose you'd you're on stage. You're in the same room. Yeah, it's it's almost sort of a celebration of football. And do you get nervous? No, I did. Uh, maybe I've I've done a few hosting of other bits and pieces. You know, sort of Q and As and all that kind of stuff. I don't. I remember all the way way back in the day around the 2014 World Cup. I think was our first live right. show, and oh, a long way away now. And I just remember thinking, this is fantastic. People are here to see us. Yeah. And that's a wonderful and, and humbling thing. Yeah. It's not like, oh, this is a podcast festival and some people have sort of walked through the door. They, again, I've, that, that, what I said earlier, they, they've made a beeline for us. Yeah. They want us to be good. How, how much do we you... We don't have to win them over, if you see what I mean. You have to put the yards. You have to be, do a good show. And yeah, you've that. already won them. Exactly. That, yeah, you're, not, you're not a comedian going out on an open mic night or a, something like that and you're trying to feel the room and... No, not literally, that would be... Um, but you, you know, you're trying to, you, you put the feelers out there and you're trying to say to them, this is when I'm being sarcastic, this is my humour, yeah. I'm not being serious. You don't have to do any of that. They right. listen to And even the odd, very niche reference mm. will get a little bit of laughter because people listen to what you say. But, yeah. It's different experiences yeah. because... Um, Marcus is actually universally popular amongst our listenership. Right. I is, that, say, is that true? Is I wouldn't say that I am. So for me, if I go online and look at the little ramble comments mm. and stuff, most people are calling me a fucking prick. So when I go on stage in front of like 1,100 people at Hackney Empire, mm. I got a feeling that sometimes maybe they like the show, but they don't necessarily like me. That's so not true. I find, I find, it, quite, I find, true. I find it quite nerve-wracking. So you're essentially me for Football Ramble. <laughs> yeah, if you like. I, can, I actually can't remember who my favourite was when I first started listening to you before I knew you. Yeah? I like yeah. that you picked one. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah. For some reason, I don't think this now, but I remember saying to my mate that you reminded me of Jamie Feakston. <laughs> Have you ever heard that before? Lucas it's the first time I've heard his name for a while. Is he, no. is he, was he doing a heart breakfast? I, I don't know. He's, I think he's Radio X, isn't he? Fico? Yeah. <laughs> I've you got Jamie. no idea. Oh, it could be worse, I guess. When, when we, because we did a... we did a Presenting li- Dungeons and Dragons. A, yeah. We did a live show, didn't we? <laughs> we did. For some reason. BBC mentioned it and we just went uh, it was basically they came to me and they said we want you to do a stand-up tour and i shat myself and went oh, so <laughs> i went i'll just i'll just do a podcast yeah. and then did uh, they really say that to you yeah why'd you not do it i don't know they were gonna do it and put it all on properly and everything and do they fancy it uh i do want to do it eventually yeah but just not now yeah yeah, yeah. there's so much more to achieve now. he's not ready so what it would have been gone out on on what sort of BBC Three or their platforms or what would it? I don't know. I think they were gonna they were gonna make a documentary because I I basically film my videos in a loft conversion that I call a shed. Yeah. And yeah. they were gonna call it 
I think we were going to call it From Shed to Stage. Okay. And it was going to be about my progression. And we were going to have little Vox Pop like interviews with people. Yeah, like Stevie B, your warm-up as well. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no one Jesus. listens to me. The only reason he didn't do it, because he knows he's nothing without you, mate. Hey. <laughs> well, just... I've been saying this for ages. <laughs> I, I did think, like, I, I thought, right, to, to kind of, like, crack my my sort of, like, stage fright, I'll do, I'll do a podcast, and then all I've got to do is just, like, do what I usually yeah. do. Mate, I, find, I honestly, I'll, I'll tell you something now. Two or three shows into this tour, which starts mm. at the end of September, yeah. um, Two or three shows in this tour, I'll be fine. Mm. But the first night, I'll be very, very nervous. Really? Because it's, because it's something very visceral yeah. about walking <laughs> onto stage in front of all those people. Like, and, 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 you know, it's, it is different to this, isn't it? You, oh, you can see that it's different. Massively different, yeah. And I, and I absolutely love the fact it's so different. There's an audience there. I mean, it's just, it's one of, I understand because with the stand-up comedy and all, that is a bit different. That's yeah. harder, isn't And it? also, yeah, yeah so, so that compared to what we do is different because we're going on, I've got my three mates with me. Yeah. If I mess something up, there's, they, they can pick up the pieces. No, I'm going to stick the boot in. Well, they, oh, well <laughs> that works as well, though. <laughs> that's what well, i for you. No, yeah. that, well, it does because yeah. that adds to the funny and, and all the rest of it. It will, I'm, not, I'm just for the, for the record, I'm not yeah. saying that I'm nervous about it because I don't think it'll be good. Yeah. I'm saying about it because it's just, it is a very, very, rarefied thing that not many people do or get to do and yeah. so it's almost a bit like a situation where you feel like it's hard to prepare yourself for mm. without doing it yeah it's almost like a penalty shoot at the end of a game right they yeah. can't replicate the pressure yeah. you've just got to go out there and do it and it's a bit like that i, I think that's the, i think that is you know your vintage true kind of entertainment right it's in front of a live audience yeah and i think that as looks there's a real rawness to it if you stumble, if it is live, they are right there. They can see you. They've paid money. Absolutely. They're human. <laughs> They're throwing knickers. <laughs> a lot. They're throwing something. And, 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 or should I say boxer shorts? A lot, of them, fro- a lot of them are throwing up. They've been drinking a lot. Most of them are men. But, um, but if you like, what, what I should say is get the quick plug in here. If you like football and you like being entertained and having a laugh and, and people who don't take the game too seriously and can have a good laugh mm-hmm. at it, you should come because it's ramble ramblelive.com is the mm. URL. We're going to a show's all over the UK, so you, I think, well, apart from Scotland. Well, England, I think, is... Uh, oh, it's England, it's this just one. England. Just England. Yeah. Right. Come to England. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah. Jack, like, this is your show, so people listening like like you, what, what, why do you like the Football Ramble? What's, what's it about the Football Ramble you like? Because there's loads of football shows out there. Mm. Maybe you can tell people why you like it. I think it's just because uh, I think I invested early on, and then once you've listened to a few and you get to know the personalities behind them, you, you're... Yeah, you're invested, do you know what I mean? And I come because I like all the little intricacies. Like, I'll hear a story from, like, the fucking Russian third league that one of you have researched, and then I can go in the pub and tell my mates that story, almost as if I've heard it. Almost as if? Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He never lets them know about you guys. The worst thing yeah. that could happen, Jack, is your friends start listening to the football rabble, right? Yeah. <laughs> your first football personality is destroyed. <laughs> and, and sometimes, if I'm just going to give you a little bit of a backhanded compliment, it's just because I'm too far invested. Now to yeah. not listen to Can't it. Turn it's just, back. Yeah, it's is just it like it's like a, a marriage that hits the hit the rock. Yeah, yeah. I'll just I'll just open the app and it's there. Yeah. So I put it on uh-huh. when I'm doing the washing I'd up. Like and to stuff leave like it, that. but I really I love the dog. <laughs> you say that. Uh, I, I do that with TV all the time. I'll watch five seasons or something and it's terrible. But like, I've already watched the first really? five. I got to keep going. See, I know when I know when to chop it. <laughs> so, Re- it's, so basically, yeah. what you're saying to me is it's shit. But That's what he's saying. But yeah. <laughs> have I just... or have I not told you to listen to it numerous times? You have. And have you? I have. I have actually. Bloody liar. I told you. I was listening to it because I had an hour long walk and I listened to the one when you guys spoke about England's friendly uh, <laughs> oh that narrows it down that, that is re- only a few weeks ago oh, it was so I, li- I listened to it recently who's your favourite 
That would have been <laughs> Why are you doing that? That would have been a best Wait, episode. Let's marry, kill, go. <laughs> <laughs> the, the moment I walked in today, Marcus did start flirting with me. So I'm gonna. <laughs> All right, hang on. I've just, I've just come up with this game, right? So so right. this this will only work for the people out there that know the four hosts of the Ramble. They have to pause this now. Yeah. Go and listen to the football <laughs> Ramble. And do come a back. month's research and then yeah. come back. Yeah. I'm going to give you some kind of like categories, and I want you to tell me the name of the person that fits that category. Okay. Out. So you've got you've got Pete, Jim, and yourselves. Yeah. Who knows on the show? Who who knows the most about football? Luke, definitely. Really? I, I yeah. would probably. See, you wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't think that. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 there we go. I would I would say Marcus. That's very kind of in terms of trivia and facts and stats and everything. I, rem- I remember stuff, but but Luke but Luke's on the on national radio giving his opinion. Yeah. Right. Basically, we're just gonna slag off the other two <laughs> yeah. that aren't here, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Who is the funniest? Pete. He's he's that kind of mighty boosh random funny. I, ha- I had so, I had somebody on Twitter um, uh, tweet me the other day saying mo- basically moaning that I, I laughed too much on on the football ramble, and I still, I replied earnestly and said like, I'm terribly sorry about this. Yeah. Um, what, what the world needs is less laughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and more non-obligatory podcasts. Yeah, um, yeah. I said to him, I said I'm, I'm terribly sorry about this. I said from now on, I promise to only laugh at stuff that I find funny. <laughs> but rest assured. I do find Jim, Luke, and Pete funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the main reasons why I enjoy doing this. That's podcast. a good point. Yeah, yeah. I, mug. I, I, so the reason I say the reason I say Pete, and you've done well for replying there. Yeah, because Jim, <laughs> Jim's a stand-up comic. Yeah, but, but yeah, no, well, Jim, I'm not saying Jim isn't funny. Yeah. Right. It sounds like you are. We had the conversation one. It's little insight to Pete. Right? Here we go. Here we we go. went through a phase about I don't know when it was, a year, eighteen months ago, where a couple of people said online, "Oh, I don't like the football ramble because Pete's just too." wacky he's too forcibly wacky right right he's too like and they play up to it too much uh, and uh, all they do is try and work out what pete's going to do next and it's not sincere and all the rest of it and i i think i told marcus i think we all sat down we're talking about it and i said to my i told marcus and marcus went the thing about that is that's weird because if anything i don't think we play it up enough yeah i think we scale it back <laughs> because yeah. pete is genuinely so odd yeah that if yeah. we did it more yeah people wouldn't believe it <laughs> So the reason I say Pete is because I've never met anyone mm. whose brain works the same as he does. Like for ex- another quick example, very, very quickly. We're sitting there once and I caught a glimpse of Pete's screen, right? Of his emails. I was walking past him or something and he had his emails open. You remember this? It's a few years ago. And it said, um, patent rejected. Patent number blah, 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 rejected, right? Here we yeah. go. And I was like, Pete, what's that? And he goes, you know the story. No, but and, just... and, he, and he, go, he goes... Oh yeah, I just uh, I applied for a patent for something I invented, and I was like, <laughs> "What was it?" And he went, "Oh, have a look." And I clicked open the email, and I'm no joke. He's, he's not done this to show off. No, I've, I've seen it. By if accident. you hadn't have seen that, we'd never, we'd never know. This. And and the patent he had applied for a patent because he invented what he called an infant chip bowl helmet, <laughs> where a parent could put it on their kid and use it as a dipping thing for tortilla chips. <laughs> We've sorted it. And I said, why didn't, they, why didn't that get patent granted? So yeah. I, think, I think someone's already invented it. That's what he does yeah. in his spare time. Uh-huh. And you're telling me I'm making out that he's too wacky. Yeah. Oh, the man brilliant. is insane. He's yeah, insane. Wanna, wait, just a quick one from me with Pete. I, we were once, um, before we were recording in a studio, we were recording in his bedroom, actually. And uh, if you don't have a studio, carpeted floors are so much better than wooden floors like <laughs> Luke's yeah. kitchen. You learn as you go. And uh, he, he, he opened um, up the drawer under his bed and it was just full of wires and cables mm. and, and all, like that, an unbelievable amount. Yeah, and we looked at it. And we're like, what, what, are you, what are you doing with all that lot? And he just, without trying to be funny, he just went, it's not even all the wires I own. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, he thought Marcus was impressed, <laughs> rather than just being weird. <laughs> oh, if you want to see wires, come out the back. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I, what are you playing? Oh, cool. Yeah, the, but the man, and, and, and that's why you should come to a live show because yeah. he, the stuff yeah, he has yeah. done. Yeah, like we 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 went to a like we did a live show. I probably should. Should I mention the? Oh, fuck it, I will. We went. We had a show at the, Bloom, in, the Bloomsbury Theatre. Oh yeah, right. And um, I thought you were going to talk about the one in Dublin. Oh no, where you took a piss in the charity bucket. Yeah, no, that's a different story. <laughs> uh, this is this is we had, we had the Bloomsbury Theatre, and, we, and he had a little quiz. He had this little quiz he was playing for the, the audience, right? Oh yeah, that's right. And um, and we were like, Pete, have you got a quiz? Have you got a prize for your quiz? Ah, oh, not gonna do, don't want to do a prize. All right, fair enough. Whatever. Um, then backstage before we went on, <laughs> they had set up the stage behind the curtain for what was happening the next night, and it was like the musical comedy awards or something. Yeah, um, it was a proper production. Yeah, Pete just—I think Pete just decided to give away the prizes. <laughs> what? <laughs> so he got, no, no, what? He got what? a massive mono- he got a massive uh, monopoly check. Yeah, he, did, he yeah. found a trophy, and he was uh, uh, the man is a, the man is just a law unto himself. Yeah, law unto himself. Yeah. So I think I think Pete has just just saved your plug because I, I I don't think I sold it very well for yeah. you. But there you go. If you want a bit of that and uh-huh. hear a bit of him, go if over you, and. Uh, but also as well, ten percent of you of your body will be terrified of what yeah. Pete's going to do. Yeah, <laughs> and, that's, and that's just the audience. But also to give to give Jimmy's kudos. Yeah. You know, Jimmy's up in well, depending on when this goes out, he's up in Edinburgh doing an Edinburgh show. Yeah. Um, uh, so a, he's a got the bottles show. to do comedy. Yeah. Exactly. I've, I've, yeah. I know. I went and saw him live. He's he's good. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was yeah, good. I think we're there. We'll go for a break, and when we come back, I would just want to speak to you guys as seasoned kind of like football fans about uh-huh. sort of like stuff that's happened to you at games. So sounds good. Come back after this. Hello, guys, and welcome back to Jack Makes Happy Hour. I'm still with Stevie. I'm still with Marcus. I'm still with Luke from the Football Ramble. In the first half, obviously, we were talking about your brilliant podcast. Mm. I want to boil it down now to to actual football itself the All games right. and stuff like that yeah you're a, you're a Portsmouth fan Luke yes you're a Man United fan yep um, I'm a West Ham fan mm-hmm. Marcus Fulham fan are you yeah is that common knowledge then well I I've, I think for, for years I used to hide who I supported and then I was a bit like no I, I do support Fulham but people don't really take it seriously yeah because <laughs> I mean because they don't take them seriously I, I, well I think it's a bit like have you ever seen when uh, people always wondered because Fulham are quite you know they're a bit like the Switzerland of the football league you know they're not really mm. sort of upsetting anybody you have to go to find someone that hates yeah do you know what I mean it's a bit like you remember in the Simpsons when it was Homer J Simpson what's his middle name and they Mm. revealed it and it was J it's a bit like that really oh I'm a Fulham fan oh okay because you got like you're a fan of Hearts as well right yeah, sort of. He likes Hearts. He, goes, yeah. he went to watch Hearts recently. I did actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I've just I I discovered my favourite um, Scottish team yesterday. Yeah. Motherwell. Yeah, the well. The, well. the, the reason why the steel is because the Steelmen. Uh, do you know yeah. what? Their, do you know what their other nickname is? This is why I just I picked them. The well. There's a third one. No. Why? The Dossers. Oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, do you know what? There's a lovely one. Um, Dundee United are nicknamed. The, <laughs> I think this is okay. They nicknamed the Arabs. Are they? And and, and I think it was because. Uh, one sort of pre-season or something, their pitch was not very good, so they just like poured a load of sand on it or something like that. And it was a sandy pitch. What, what about, what about what, tell them about Calden Beef? Oh, the Blue Brazil. Yeah, they were nicknamed the Blue Brazil because they were officially utter shit. <laughs> yeah, it was an informal nickname. Yeah, Jack, yeah. Is, is Motherwell the Steelmen? My Scottish knowledge. I think I right. think you're right. I think yeah, you're I'm right. not too sure. I just saw it. I just saw it in a YouTube video. Cl- Cl- I, I like Cl- that. Clyde are called the Bully Wee. 
The bully we. <laughs> it's a nice Fucking hell. See, this is there. what I mean about your knowledge of football. Different world out there. I barely know like Premier League nicknames. I haven't yeah. even heard of these teams. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Dundee? Yeah. Dundee? Winston Churchill oh. was their MP for many years, I'll have you know, young man. <laughs> I've slowly started giving up on football after the la- over the last few years, I think. Oh, it's tough for those Man United fans. That, so, that, so, no, so, that's what it boring, is. Boring, yeah. No, because so much sympathy for them. growing yeah. up, every time I told someone I supported Man United straight away, it's Glory Hunter. Mm. Now I say Man United and I go, uh, <laughs> and I get laughed. Like, there's yeah. no in between. Where are you from? <laughs> Where are you from? Uh, Norwich. The Almighty Norwich, yeah. Why do you support them? I was brought up supporting United because my mum fancied David Beckham. Uh-huh. And that was literally the only reason. Fancy. That's how young that they is. are, Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, you little, do, you little, do you want a little stat for you that people listening to the Ramble will know, but if they don't, this will be a good one for them they're football fans. Do you know David Beckham was born at Whips Cross Hospital? Yes, I knew that. How good is that? That's, That's because he point. used to whip crosses in. Yeah, cheers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ask your mum about that one. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Stevie was born at Sexy Legend Hospital. Yeah. Uh, this why it's my favourite. Yeah. I thought it was Beardy Twat. <laughs> and this and, is why he's my least favourite. <laughs> and that's why the audience liked me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I say that, oh, half the audience hate me. I, I don't want anyone to think I don't know why that is the case. I'm comfortable with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go shake your money maker. What's, yeah. What was the first game you ever saw live? Do you remember? Well, individually. Yeah, let's go around the table. Let's do it. Yeah. Steve, you're involved. Uh, I was, Cheers. Uh, he needs to go to one. Hearts were beaten 3-0 by the Glasgow Rangers. Oh, right. Yeah. Standard game. Any what, memories stick out to you? What year was that, Marcus? Oh, Gordon. Uh, would have been 90. It, well, Mark Hately scored the opening goal. Nobody cares. Um, <laughs> so it would have probably been about 93, 94, maybe. My, mine was Portsmouth 1, Middlesbrough 1. Do you, do you remember this? You won't remember it, but in... Actually, you literally weren't born. But in in in, <laughs> not, in, not, in the early nineties, Portsmouth got to the semi final of the FA Cup and they lost on penalties to Liverpool, and it's quite a big deal at the time. In that cup run, they drew one one with Middlesbrough at Fratton Park, and I was there. And Middlesbrough were quite a good team at the time. And um, I, my, my memory of the event is that as we got up to leave, I was with my uncle. The guy behind us was saying to me, "Son, son," to me saying. Listen, there's no chance we'll win that replay. That was our chance there because I think we scored and they equalised. And then Portsmouth went up and won the replay 4-1 up at Middlesbrough, which is a crazy Fuck. job. Yeah, no, amazing. But that was my first game. I probably would have been turn of the year, 91, 92, I'd say. Right. Yeah, Portsmouth won, Middlesbrough won. Nice, special. What about First memorable, only one I probably remembered. from. Have you been to a Man United game? No, I've never been to... I've been to Manchester once in my life. It's quite far away. Wow. Was it Steve, you should, come to, you should come to a football game with us. We've got a couple of tickets here and there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you should come. He calls me a beardy twat and an invite. <laughs> you could be both. Um, <laughs> I went and saw England play Brazil in a friendly at Wembley when it first reopened. One all, John Terry scored yes. the header. See, I remember and, and, that. And, and it was a David Beckham whipped cross. And I, you there, I was there. Yeah. Was there. No, there we go, we could have met. I was really young. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it would have been weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> but no, I remember... Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> it's our first non-stroke of the week that's yeah. good plenty <laughs> more to come yeah. I, yeah. I'm thinking it's weird that you didn't meet <laughs> I was on a school trip yeah. as well <laughs> fit of kids you know fit of kids the, to pick from the problem is though I want to add to the joke and I'm going no no that's, that's, that's stitching me. myself up there yeah, yeah. But yeah. I remember from that game that but if you're going to be any nonce you should be a funny one at least yeah. <laughs> The um, ah. the Brazil fans had a really small section mm-hmm. of Wembley, and they were ten times the like they made ten times the noise yeah, of the yeah, English yeah. fans. Yeah. They were like just playing what music for the Marcus? whole thing. Oh, Two thousand seven. I have in my head yet. Yeah. yeah, I think. It I wonder been. if I would have been there. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't oh. think I've really ever enjoyed watching England live. 
Oh, how can you say we, that? We saw like, really, I'll actually be in at Jack, the game. We, we like, saw a great game. We were in Kiev for Euro 2012. Yep. We saw the 3-2 win against Sweden. Yeah. That nice. was a beauty. Nice. Yeah, it's good. I, I think I was in um, Lons. Is that how you say it? Yeah, Lons, France. Yeah, Lons, yeah. Lons, when um, in, the, in the Euros, oh, we Wales. went out to, yeah, the Wales game when yeah. we won 2-1. Oh, did so, you? So that, that was Daniel good. Daniel Sturridge late winner? Yeah, yeah. So there were two late goals in that, I believe. Uh, no, it was Sturridge got a late one. Far what was what was your first game? My first ever game was um, West Ham versus Bolton, and it was a fifth round FA Cup replay. Oh, right. And uh, Bolton were our bogey team at the time. And it went into extra time, and we we uh, we won 2-1. But you're a West Ham fan. I always think you're an Orange fan, for obvious reasons. Uh, who, who scored the winner, Jack? Oh, who scored the winner? I should know this. Um, I, I, I want to say, say Zamora, but I could be wrong there. I could be wrong. I should really know, shouldn't I? No, it's, I just wondered. I, it's maybe, not a test. Maybe Harewood. But I remember coming out of the ground because it, it, it was an evening game, so mm. it was on telly, so it was so magical. And as I came out, they were playing the highlights in the in like the um, ter- in the uh, where you get all the food and the pies and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had Niles Barkley crazy playing over it, oh, and yeah. I just remember that. And now I will always love that song. Uh, yeah, so that see. was a that was a, that was a you, good did moment. You guys, did you did you? So because England's probably a bit different, but for you, did you fall in love with the whole experience? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. It it's, was a big, just, it's a big thing when you're a kid. Yeah, I, re- I remember. The theatre of it's amazing. I opened up my uh, birthday card and I had, then I saw the tickets and then I just cried. Like Did that you, was yeah. yeah, that was just the the best moment. Mm. But then kind of like, and I know I'm going to sound like a typical West Ham fan here, but I just I beat re- people up. I re- <laughs> 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 There's just too many of them over here. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what Millwall <No>. fan? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I kind of lost a little bit of the magic when I the first the first year we were at the new stadium. Um, I got given a season ticket, right. and I uh, got given a season ticket from I believe it it was EA. And I'm not making this up. I, I, I went to the game. And obviously, I'm from Norwich, so I travel 220 like round trip to go. Yeah, and we we're having a really bad season because we just finished at um, the last uh, uh, the bowling, and it was a brilliant season, the best season I'll ever remember. And obviously, we finished on that three two against Man United, and that comeback and it was great. And I got I got to London Stadium when I think we was on like a six or seven game like winless streak, and I've walked up the steps and there's like a, a little um, like the commercial bit, and this guy's come over to me and he, and without stereotyping too much, he was the biggest West Ham stereotype you can imagine, like yeah. skinhead, lazy eye. He come over and he went, "Who who's fucking give you your ticket then?" And I was a bit intimidated. I was just there with my dad, and I was just like, well, "I'll show you." So I got it out. And he looked at it and it said, like, EA, complimentary. And I shit you not, for the rest of the season, he was just giving me shit. Every really? week I'll go, oh, look, the fucking plastic's back. The plastic. And I was like, I'm here every week, mate. Uh, like, yeah. whether or not I've been given my ticket or not. Like, well, what, it's really frustrating. And it's, you told me that story before and it's really sad because I remember you saying you were quite proud about having been able to go with your old man to, to a game, which yeah. is an amazing rite of passage. You know? mm. And to me, what football fans don't realise often enough, and it's not is that you've got a lot more in common with your fellow football fan than you have with people who don't like football or people mm-hmm. who are trying to sort of ruin the game and take take money for themselves out of it and stuff. And even if you support a rival team, I sometimes feel like the rivalry goes too far. But for that to happen, for someone who supports the same team as you, it's mm. not acceptable. And what's he trying to achieve there? Yeah. Well, I mean, but unfortunately... Other than make you not want to go anymore. But yeah. how, much was it, how, many, how much infighting was there among West Ham fans that yeah. season? Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, it's, it, it is a great shame. And also as well, I, I understand from... I understand on a sort of on one level if uh, those tickets are passed around and every week it's someone else who's not really interested in the sport. So yeah. it's a bit like, I oh, could have gone to a proper fan. Yeah. But 
I, I'm hardly going to say anything, but you're there every week and so on and so forth, you know. Yeah. And, and and it's a crap joke. Yeah. As well. Yeah, you know plastic. I mean? yeah. yeah, it's like sold off. And, and yeah. people forget. Like, and I understand that guy's, that, maybe that guy's had a difficult, you know, difficult time in his life and obviously the team he loves are not doing very well and all the rest of it. I'm not excusing it. But what happens all too often in football is that people forget the whole point of it in the first place, which is the reason they fell in love with it, which is the fact that it's supposed to be a fun thing to do, whether it's playing or watching or whatever. If you go to Wembley, and speaking of England games, and, you, and you're fortunate enough to see a bunch of school kids, like you were in that time, running up the steps and seeing the pitch for the first mm. time, it's amazing. It's like yeah. a magical yeah. thing to see because you can see the seeds being planted in those kids' brains yeah. for the very first time, possibly a, a, a lifelong love affair with, a, with, a, with, a, with an amazing sport. Mm. And, and that's, that's really important. And for that guy to lose sight of everything, that's good about football mm. uh, I, I think it's really sad and, and part of the reason we, we do the show I think is not just because <clears throat> it's a job and, and we enjoy coming into work but it's also because we do love football as well yeah. for all, yeah. the, all the faults not saying it's perfect you can't not hold it to account but mm. it's a lot of good stuff about football as well it unites a lot of people and it can be a force for good in the world and I think that's just bullshit man because, yeah. because he doesn't know your story he doesn't no. know you he no. doesn't know why you're there he doesn't <clears throat> know that you've been a, a fan your whole life and yeah. you're really proud to take your dad there and, and, and all the rest of it it ain't it, He's ultimately just probably a little bit put out that you've got a free ticket and he had to pay a load of money for it. For yeah. Or he wants but, to but be mates with you. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to be mates with you and he's, he's trying pro- to banter his way in. <laughs> it did not sound like that. Weird way of showing it. What's the best goal you've ever seen live? Ooh. Tricky one. Best goal. I saw, a, I saw a wonderful goal from Mark Van Bommel for the Netherlands Ooh. against England. Oh, I remember that. Well, I saw on telly. 40 yeah. yards into the top corner. That was an absolute peach. And he wasn't known for those either. No, certainly not. But I, I would say perhaps a more contemporary one um, would be... Uh, in fact, Luke may say this one as well. Actually, I hope I'm not pinching it from you. Is it Drogba? No. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. It was uh, League Cup final, Manchester City versus Sunderland. Uh, this was before Guardiola was at Man City. Oh, Yaya yeah. Torre was their main man. Sunderland went a goal up through Barini. It's, that's right. Sunderland, yeah. I think, were 1-0 up at half-time. And Manchester City, they had a really good team. Um, they may well have won the league at that point, but it was when they were emerging as the force. Yeah. And the ball just comes to Yaya Torre. And Sunderland, they'd had a brilliant first half. They'd worked their socks off. They were 1-0 in front. The, the fans were there all singing and thinking, my goodness, this could be the first major trophy won in ages. And Yaya Torre, it, it, it's the difference between a good player and an exceptional player. Yeah. The ball comes to him and he just sweeps it from about 30 yards, loops it over the keeper in the top corner. It was as if to, he just sort of looked around and think, we need something. I might start trying now. Yeah. Um, and it was unbelievably good. Yeah. Nice. It, it, and when that happens, it, it, it not only do, 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 you know is it an equalising goal and it changed the shift. Manchester City go, yeah, we we've got that in our locker. And Sunderland just go, we we can't do that. Yeah. yeah. And that goal actually, Man City went on to win. I think three one. Right. But it was that goal that just knocked the stuff in. That sounds out. similar to that company goal at the end of last season yeah. against Leicester. Yeah. Was it Leicester? When you need it. Yeah. It just it was Leicester. Rogers is Leicester. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would. I would. We saw Drogba score. I'm, my memory is notoriously bad for this kind of stuff. But we saw. I saw Drogba score a goal against Spurs in the semi final of the FA Cup. Mm. He backed a goal, turned about what he thirty yards out, just smashed it. I think I, he was a bit closer, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. is that when he curled it into the near, the near, like the nearest? No, he just hammered just it hammered into it the roof of the city. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he rolled the defender. <coughs> I'll t- tell you yeah. the best, the best. I'll tell you the best individual performance I've ever seen, and this was quite recent. Was when Barcelona came to Wembley last season in the Champions League, and they pulled Spurs to pieces. Mm. And Messi that day was just it was ridiculous. Was I've, ne- I've never seen. Oh, we were about two rows from the from the touchline. Yeah. 
Um, and there's a lot of good players on show in that game. And Messi was just playing. He was dealing in a completely different currency. You'll tell your yeah. grandchildren about that. Oh, it's, it's one amazing. of those ones. There's really? one, bit, there's one mad bit. It wasn't covered that much because he didn't actually score. But he picked the ball up in his own half, went past about three players. Did he not score? No, in this movie, oh, he, score. he went past about three players and curled one off the post, hit the post, right? He thought, fucking hell, that was brilliant. If he scored that, it would have been amazing, yeah. right? Not, not two or three minutes later, picks the ball up again in the same spot, goes past three players, exactly the same again, hits the post again <laughs> in exactly the same way. And I was thinking, and what it did is it made, it made it look like he could do that whenever he wanted because he did it so similarly, so close to <laughs> And it was like, people just could not deal with him. I, I've never seen anything like it before. That's crazy. Yeah. I think my favourite moment about things like that is that's the kind of thing that brings all football fans together. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. as a sport, you yeah. can watch one individual performance uh-huh. as a neutral. Uh-huh. Like how depressed were we watching that Champions League final? Like as neutrals, we I just wanted gutted, something. Yeah. And yeah. it was just like, what did we just watch? What was Stevie, the point I was with a Spurs fan that game, and he and he was like, "We're with a Liverpool fan who was on his phone the whole time." Yeah. We were just like, yeah, "This yeah, is yeah, like yeah. so like moments like that when you see like an amazing goal or anything like that." It's just like you don't care who scored it. It's just Absolutely. like that just happened. Well, when, we, when we were all in here watching England in the semi-final of the World Cup last summer, and Trippier scored that free kick. Mm. You just lose yourself. Yeah, we had the World Cup party as well where England oh, beat man. who was it Tunisia. Tunisia and Kane scored that yeah. last minute goal. The place went mad. Was, oh. Yeah, I was I was worried we were going to get in so much trouble because everyone there just trashed the whole venue. Yeah, yeah. glorious. Yeah, I, I think the. Yeah, just that, that that time was pr- probably the, the one of the best memories I'll, it's a great I'll summer, ever have. It? It's a great yeah, summer. so good, so good. I just remember we I was watching it in the pub and they had a live band, so it was like everyone just going crazy. <laughs> that, was, that was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> what, <laughs> what song was that? I don't know. That, that was. Um, He's trying that? not to get copyrighted. He's What's doing that? a bad on purpose. <laughs> no, hang on, hang on. What is that? Is it, they do baggy trousers? One, One step beyond. Yeah, them. Uh, I'm sure they weren't playing that. Well, madness right. were playing in the pub. They've fallen, haven't they? <laughs> they really? fall. I, I, I <laughs> thought you were trying to do. Maybe I was. And now we're getting copyright struck. I saw Messi play once, and he just had an off game, which I was really gutted about. We went to Barcelona to watch him play against Inter, and Messi didn't play. Didn't play. Oh, really? I've seen him play. That is a brilliant stadium. That. That's cool, yeah. I went for the couple of years ago in Champions League, I went to the quarter final against Atletico Madrid. Oh yeah. And it was one one. Yeah, they were they were they were they were beaten, weren't they, Barcelona? So, so what no, is... Barcelona won. Over the two yeah. ties. Oh, was. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Suarez scored two when when I went. Right. He was, what was the, what is insane. it what is it about football that you like? I really don't know because I said this I said this to my mates in the pub the other day and they said I was mental and that I'm anti-football for for thinking this but sometimes if I think about why I like football enough and this is going to sound mental so hear me out right <laughs> I don't I end up not liking it because like <laughs> it, if West Ham lose that and that fucks my weekend I'm like I'm um, just I, I can't stop thinking about it but then I'm kind of like it that well as soon as I think it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter and I try and put a reason to why I care so mm. much about an entity that really what I can't change it I can't have any effect on it would you do you know what I'm trying to yeah, say yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. and then and then I kind of get a bit depressed about it you in, say in, that England lost to Croatia on my birthday so uh, when I, they when they lost that I genuinely felt like I, I had flashbacks to when my first girlfriend broke up with me. And then for a week, I was sad. Like, I didn't even go and play five-a-side football the next day. Didn't know. I didn't want to look at, a, like, a sphere or a ball. Like, I didn't want like, I didn't want to look at anything. Did you want to look at your own ball? <laughs> Did you just say ball? Yeah. 
<laughs> he knows you well. Do you mean testicles? Yeah. Why are you just saying one? No, I said balls. He <laughs> <laughs> said, said you didn't want to look at any sphere. Yeah. <laughs> so I wonder if it, if it extended to any kind of ball. Yeah. No, I just felt like, and I felt like I've been broken up with, and yeah. and and then I just thought, why? Why I've do we? Got, put, I've got mm. a mate who's otherwise rational, and he's 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 got a good job, and he's educated and the rest of it. But when it comes to football, he goes mad if, if his team lose. Like yeah. he, 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 yeah. he's like he'll literally leave like WhatsApp group chats and stuff. Really? He's so fuming about it. I did that. I did that. I'm in a. I, I play in Hang a Sunday. Is my? Is that you? <laughs> <laughs> I play in a Sunday league football side, and um, towards the end of the season, just gone. West Ham were three 0 down against Huddersfield, and Huddersfield. I think they were three 0 down or three one or something like that. Yeah. They come back to win four That's three right, in the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. yeah I and, and uh, the, the team were just slagging off West Ham, and I just left the group. And I just thought, like, <laughs> that's how petty I can be. Yeah. And I, I didn't have this question down for today, but I've just remembered. I I constantly have this debate in the pub with my mates, and we never ever come to an agreement. So I'm hoping you two sort of football experts, if you will, can can uh, add your two pence. Does the team that provide providing the referee? This is almost a theoretical question. Like there's right. no real answer, but providing the referee doesn't make a bad decision. Does the team that win on the day are they always the better team? No. Exactly my premise. But my friend who's not a football well, fan, I, I haven't and, answered yet. <laughs> go on. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Westy is a very logical thinking yeah. man. Like he, he seems to think that he, he comes at the idea of, well, like there was that game of uh, Celtic v Barcelona, wasn't there, where they won 1-0? That's yeah. right, yeah. They had about and, 11% possession. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, well, Barcelona were the better team. And he, he would just come at you with, well, no, because they, well, they prevented I, Celtic. I get from... his argument because, one, you know, one side has put the ball in the net and the others well, haven't. And you can say, well, it's bad luck. Well, actually, it's, not, well, it's no such thing as bad luck. You can yeah. say that they're... Barcelona are a better team than Celtic. Mm. And on the night, they showed that they are a better team in terms of passing, in terms of skill, but actually, who deserved to win? I see his point. Because they didn't get the basics right. They didn't, yeah. they didn't well, get the fundamentals. Philosophically, people yeah. may subscribe to a, a theory, if you like, that the only thing that matters yeah. is, mm. is the scoreline. So the, the whole yeah. of football is set up to... To have the scoreline be the only thing. So it doesn't matter what tactics you use, uh, doesn't matter how you play, yeah. doesn't matter what happened on the night. If you come out of that game mm. winning, yeah. then you are the best because that's the only measure that you should rest. Mm. I mean, that's the only rationale you should use to measure it. But if you think about it, football is always set up for that. So the team who wins the most amount of games in the season is probably going to yeah. win because um, they're going to get the most amount of points. And then we'll call them the best team. So if you extrapolate that out, it's, you could say, does the team who wins the league in the Premier League are they always the best team? Mm. And I would be tempted to say yes, because it's it's a far bigger sample mm-hmm. size. It's played across a number of months mm. and you have to be consistently the best team. But then a lot of people would say, well, actually, it depends what your priorities are. Some people might treat it as an entertainment and nothing else. And so they prefer watching a certain type of football and that's the best for them. Yeah. But in terms of the game, one game, clearly not always the best team wins. Clearly you have teams that have so many chances or so many shots and, mm. and the keeper has a worldie or whatever. Um, so I would agree with, with you two on that. I would say, no, the best team doesn't always win a game. I actually had the same argument with Westy because yeah. you, you told me about it and then he, He's for some stubborn. reason, brought it up. He's and stubborn. It, it is purely a stubbornness because I said to him, you've got 11 players on both teams. What if the 10 outfield players for the winning team were dreadful? If you look at their rankings afterwards, they only get like a four. Yeah. And then the keeper had a worldie and he, yeah. the reason they won Obviously, they scored the one goal, but the, yeah. imagine the keeper did everything. Imagine the keeper was the one who went on to score, yeah, and he was still like, "Well, they were still Howard. the best team because they won." He 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 made yeah, them yeah, the best yeah. team. It's like, 
But like overall, I think I wish I was friends with you, mate. He sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Will they listen to this? Yeah, uh, nah, nah. No. <laughs> wanker, <laughs> wanker. <laughs> I think if you're if you're a football he only fan, listens to the best podcasts, yeah. yeah. When you're listening to like a record on your, you listen to music on your headphones, do you pull them off and go? That's not the best music. <laughs> oh, that's, that's I think if you're a football fan, you're you will you will side with us, and if you're not, and you just look at the statistics, and, some people and, just the thing is, some people who say that football fans aren't, some people just like their own team yeah. that's it right. they don't give a shit they don't know anything about their anything else other than their own team and all they do is watch the team, games that have their team in it yeah. so is he, is he one of those yeah he's only recently got into football in the last sort of four or five years right, he moved right, in right. with me and then he's got into it but he's so it's your fault it's because you're such got... an influencer Jack yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it who's he chosen to support well this thing we put all the names in a hat one one week and I said whoever you get now you have to stick with forever mad and then he got Southampton so I was like <laughs> I was like going right they play at St Mary's and do this and do that and um, he's just not bothered and now he's if he has to sway or it, he will sit there and watch every West Ham game with me you can't so. manufacture that's the thing yeah, so we, we, it's like one of them plastic fans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, we 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 this is the, this is an interesting thing. It gets to the heart of fandom, right? If you so, for example, we went to watch Spurs quite a lot last season. We yeah. got a couple of Spurs season tickets. They got a new stadium, yeah. fucking eventually, and mm. we went to watch them. And um, so I watched Spurs as, as many times as I watched Portsmouth last season, probably maybe even more. And so someone could say, "Oh yeah, well you must be a Spurs fan now," or you talk about Spurs and stuff. But and I cannot stress this enough, and it'll be the same with your mate. I don't care if Spurs lose. I cannot manufacture an emotion in me mm. that means I care if Spurs lose a game. Right. right? If Portsmouth lose a game and I'm there, I'm frustrated. Yeah. I don't let it affect me, but I'm I'm quite pissed off. Yeah. Like because it, I'm just like, why are they always so shit? And it's like it's like an emotional reaction. Yeah. And if you've not got an emotional reaction to the team, I don't think you can call yourself a supporter. Mm. I think you're bang on. But then that's that emotion that I was questioning. Like, why do we feel this connection to to teams? Why? Like, um, mm-hmm. um, do you, do you have you got well, an answer? Well, from where I'm from, it's a, it's it's almost like died in the wall. It's like a part of it. Like, yeah. you, if you like football and you grew up there, you support the team. And I've I've been going to see them since I was 10, 11 years old. Right. So it's it's just always been a part of my life. And so I've got the history of it, the culture. It's probably in my blood a bit. And mm. there's a lot of memories, perhaps even subconscious things in my mind that I relate to it. And I used to go with my friends all the time and stuff. So. It, it, it's part of my life really yeah. but if I moved to Scotland and started supporting Hearts or whatever I'd probably go because I'd like to go and watch a football game mm. and maybe after 10 years I might sort of develop an affinity for them but but my point is it's not that it doesn't exist it's that you can't manufacture it yeah. I, think there, I think there is an element of it being irrational like you said you mm. can't you can't if you actually think about it you're watching these players play this sport you're watching their careers if it's you know presumably professional football why Why do you care so much? Something that you can't control. Yeah. And if your mate supports Man United and you support West Ham and West Ham beat Man United, why do you slag him off? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, n- neither of you did anything. Yeah. Um, so uh, there, there is an element of the irrational. And I think that actually to tap in what Luke's saying there as well, to so just go and go, well, I'll support this lot. You you can't, you're too <coughs> rational. Yeah. You think, well, I don't, I don't really care if they lose. Yeah. I don't, I don't really yeah. care. I'm not really interested in all this. You, you almost have to learn a bit of irrational blind sort of supportership in there which at worst is uh, is a horrible thing because people get far too caught up with it but, uh, yeah. but at best I think it's quite a nice thing I think it's fascinating as well when you go and watch, so all four of us went to go and watch a game so we went to go and watch a West Ham game mm. right we'd have complete we'd come away we didn't speak to each other we'd come away with completely different impressions about this thing we saw even though we all saw the same thing mm. so if I go and watch a game if I were to watch a Liverpool game on TV with my mate the mad Liverpool fan I was telling you about who leaves WhatsApp groups and stuff mm. 
he'll say stuff after the game and I'll be like, you're crazy. What are you talking about? Be, mm. Say they lost 1-0 and they were the worst team. Oh, you'd be, you'd be like, oh, the referee this. And we were that. robbed. Yeah. And it's like, you must be mad. So the way, the lens it's shown through when you've got different experiences, it's, it's a really interesting thing. And that's yeah. why football is so popular because it's, it's simple and people can draw their own narratives from it and people can get it. Even though your mate has just come along lately and like supporting a team. Yeah. It's not a difficult concept to understand. Mm. Right? The he, new, there's a lot of nuances and a lot of detail, but yeah. ultimately you can watch it and get it. Yeah. He, he Yeah. He can't support a team. He just likes watching football like, any you, game. So you, you've hit you, the nail on the head. You can come and watch the Football Ramble live and just Absolutely. get it. <laughs> <laughs> Good plug there. Ramble there we go. Plenty think, of irrationality there. I think that's a nice place to leave it. Um, thanks thanks very much. Us. No, it's been a pleasure. Mm. Um, if you haven't listened to the Football Ramble, go and do that. You will not be disappointed. And um, yeah, footballramblelive.com. No, it's just Ramble Live. Ramble com. Live, yeah. not Football Ramble. No. There you go, Stevie. Cheers. Cheers. This has been Jack Mate's Happy Hour. It's been fucking hot. As ever. <sighs> yet again. And uh, we will see you when we see you. Because as we discussed, I haven't got a sh- uh, schedule. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, boys. See you later. <laughs>